Roots Week 12 takes us to Psalm 119, 89 through 96. And y'all, I have to say, this might be one of my favorite sections so far. Uh, the Lord really spoke to me through this section, and He's been doing that through all of them. But this one in particular is very near to my heart because it addresses something that I think we all struggle with in a very intimate way. Um, he addresses it towards the end, <clears throat> but it's perfectionism. And the idea that anything aside from God falls away. Anything outside of His design and His best is far from perfect. And I know for me personally, I can struggle with perfectionism. I can put a measuring stick on myself or my husband or the way life should be or even down to plans and scheduling or how my body looks or how my kids should act or whatever it is. It's, it's perfectionism. And David makes a very strong statement that I know we understand conceptually, but I don't know if we really understand this experientially. He says at the end of this chapter, or at the end of this passage in 96, that he has seen a limit to all perfection. Basically saying, look, I've seen perfectionism come to an end. It isn't what it's cracked up to be. Perfectionism is actually bondage. It's the farthest thing from liberty. It has limits attached to it, and it actually has a limit. Perfectionism is a dead-end road. God is perfect, on the other hand. His ways, His commandments are exceedingly bigger and broader than we can imagine. And what's, what's ironic is that sometimes people think in following the Scripture and in, in attuning their ears and their heart to the ways and the Word of God, they will actually have a limited life. They won't be allowed to do X, Y, Z, or they won't get away with this. But the opposite is true. You see, God's Word liberates you. It frees your life. It ext extends your borders and grows your territories. But our way of thinking, me, myself, and I, perfectionism, my way or the highway type of thinking, is limiting. And it has limits. And I love that. I love that this, this passage that just was tucked in there, you know, and it really, it struck me and it convicted me um, to live in a way that attaches myself to God's perfection, not my own. <clears throat> there was other things. I mean, of course, that's the very end, but I just, my heart swirling over it. So I had to start there. Um, but then there was even a few different words that he repeated again. I, I know I've encouraged y'all as you study the scripture to make note, to circle, to star, or highlight the words that are said often, the words that are repeated. Um, <clears throat> and there's the idea, it's not necessarily repeated exactly, but there's the idea of, of standing firm in, in a settlement that you hear in this passage. It opens up that way in verse 89 with the word settled. But he says it again in that what God does, what he starts, what he establishes, it stands. There's a permanence to the deeds and the character. And there's a transientness about our own. Wouldn't you rather be a part of something and a part of someone that transcends time, that transcends age, that's bigger than you can imagine, that's limitless, that's firm and secure, that's permanent. That's what God's word offers us today.
it goes on to say that all things are his servants. Ladies, that's all things. All does not exclude much. It doesn't exclude anything. It's all. That means all circumstances. All things are his servants. And David, you know, he's, he's had his fair share of trial. He's had his fair share of testing. And yet he found comfort, and he goes on to even say life here in this passage in the scripture. He said, I would have perished. I would have died in my afflictions, in my pains, in my hurts, in my betrayals, in the people chasing me, in the wicked people against me, in diseases, whatever it is, fill in the blank. I would have died. It would have taken my soul had I not remembered and delighted in your word because it kept me alive. Have you needed God's word so much that it's kept you alive? What a powerful admission by David. I love that. I want us to want his word that much. It is a living book and it can not only give you life, but it can keep you alive. What a promise.